Ladies and gentlemen, this is Christian Lugo coming to you from Los Angeles, California with a brand new episode of Conversations from a Room. Yes, I'm back. I was gone for a little bit, doing a little bit of soul searching and um, overeating and over drinking, if you know what I mean. But I am back and I am happy to be back entertaining the world. And when I say the world, I mean the three people who probably listen to the show and continue to be informed by me and my guests about film and television and books and music and all the essential facts of life. Because at the end of the day, life is the greatest gift, as I once read on a fortune cookie. And uh, every Wednesday, I will be doing new episodes, so please make sure to tune in and support the show. So let's hope the best for everyone this year. Let's try to do 2021 the right way. Let's all work together and be a team, guys, all right? Because uh, it's been tough. So let's hope for a good year. Now, without further ado, put on those Bluetooth headphones, sit back and enjoy the first episode of 2021 with my good friend, Julian Garcia. Well, thanks again for uh, meeting with me, man. This is a pleasure to have you on here to be doing this. I'm happy to be given the opportunity. I miss talking with you, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, it's cool how how this whole thing works. You know, it's like maybe we're not hanging out together, but we get to catch up. And, and, uh, well, yeah, that's the – you look like you put put butter over your (laughs) – over your your, your screen. You should see my fucking setup. This shit is – How's Mr. Buster doing? He's pretty good. He's uh, still an asshole. He's why well, is he still an asshole? Yeah, he's been an asshole. He was born in. He was born out of an asshole. Most cats come out of their mom's vagina. This cat came straight out of his father's of his asshole. Butthole. Not even his mom's butt. His butthole. He his was born out of went, his dad's. <gasps> born out of his his surly grandfather's butthole. Ah, oh, gross! Right before he died. Take care of this boy. <laughs> I leave this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Modelo is currently on the couch. So why why Modelo? So for the beginning of COVID, Sam, my girlfriend and I, were going to go down to my mom's for one week. And then one week turned into five months uh, because we were coming from New York. And we went down there in the beginning of March. And we were like, yeah, you know, we got laid off. We have nothing else to do. Let's go down and hang out. It'll be nice. We can go on some hikes. There's some fucking breweries and stuff like that. Can I curse? Is that okay? Yeah, um, this is the rule of thumb when it comes to this podcast. It's not for adults, but it's also not for children. So, mm, so like uh, preteens. Yes, exactly. So you can't curse, but we can talk about sex all you want, brother. Sex and like having my first cigarette soon. And no, Jules, Jules, Jules. Oh yeah. my god! But so we were gonna, so we were gonna go down for a week, and it was the beginning of March. And then in the week that we were there, it's when they really started doing testing, and. New York City just skyrocketed. So we were like, do we really want to go back? We don't have to. We don't have jobs. It was like the worst place in the United States for a while. It, yeah, it was they were calling it the epicenter. Oh, um, God, yeah. So we just Ground decided zero. to just stay at my mom's. And while we were there, um, we adopted. Well, I adopted him. Sam and I weren't even sure if we were going to be living together. But when I adopted him, my mom made that corny joke like, you should call him Corona. Oh, my God. And and then Sam. You're like, shut up, that. Mom. I'm not going to name him after a beverage. Hi, Modelo. Yeah. I, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to spend two weeks trying to figure out or a month figuring out what my dog. Because I was just calling him buddy or I was calling him like pal. I was like, hey, little guy. Like, that's annoying. I still call I Buster cat. Hello, cat. Hey, oh, he, doesn't, cat. he doesn't respond to what you call him no matter. Oh, he's laying down next to you. That's so sweet. I don't even call him his name. <laughs> 
I call him shithead a lot. Oh, that's what my dad used to call me. <laughs> he still does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Cool, man. I'm so glad you got a doggo, dude. Dogs are the best. Me too, man. I got him when he was four months. Wow. Well, good for you, man. That's awesome. He was up late last night partying with us. We mm-hmm. watched some bad Christmas movies mm-hmm. and drank whiskey. Mm. Uh, oh, wait, for preteens. We drank... Um, we drank um, uh, four loco. Uh, for a loco and smoke some jewels. Yeah. That's a good old fashioned preteen party right there. What's a preteen? Like 12? A preteen is like, yeah, like a, like I would say up to 13, like before being a teenager. Well, 13 is a teenager. That's why I said 12. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, you're right. Only 12 year olds, not 11 year olds. So, pre-teens. this show is for 12 year olds? This is great. <laughs> That's what you told me. Ah, oh, damn it. I fucked up. Anyways, <laughs> so this will be my first episode back to um, the show. And yes! but, but the first episode for the new year because it's I took I was on hiatus for a long time I've been going through some stuff here and there as we all are you know it's just it's been that weird year 2020 mm-hmm. has been such a such a joy ride it's just been the best year of my just life been so many good things to happen this year I can only think of good things that have happened this honestly year. like this is the best years of my <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the show is called Conversations from a Room because I bring in people that I look forward to talking to, that mean a lot to me, that inspire me to be my best self, that I find interesting, and people have skills and artistic qualities and uh, good old, good old fashioned good times. So, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for thank being you, here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Legitimately. What area in New York are you in now? Uh, so we're living upstate right now in a place called Beacon. Beacon. Yeah. Kevin Beacon. Kevin Beacon, his his cousin, Kevin B. <laughs> So why is his cousin's name just slightly different from his actual? Well, because a thousand years ago, the family split. But dude, Kevin Bacon is probably the coolest dude on the planet. He really is, man. He seems like such a genuine, sweet guy. He's also like sexy. Sexy. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's he's he's, like sexy. Did you say that already? No, I think I'm having a glitch. Hold on. Let me see. Sexy. Sexy. He's He's so sexy. sexy. Anybody who's listening immediately just shut off this episode. Oh uh, yeah, this is this is going to be edited up the wazoo. <laughs> it's only going to be you're going to edit it to only you speaking, just you <laughs> asking questions. Yeah, yeah. Completely. This episode is going to be three minutes long, and it's just going to be about Kevin Bacon. Kevin Beacon. Beacon, the town of Kevin Beacon. No, but we live up in Beacon. It's about an hour and a half outside of the city, and it's a cute town. Um, oh, uh, Snooky apparently just opened a shop here. I think she's from Poughkeepsie, which is the biggest uh, town that's not the city. That's closest to us. Her team was like, hey, you should open a clothing line store. And she's like, I want to do that. But let's not have it in Poughkeepsie. Let's have it in Beacon because she's called like the princess of Poughkeepsie or something like that. I don't know. Uh, So she has a shop here. That's Beacon's claim to fame. Oh, you should go see what it's like, man. Buy something. Give Give her her more more money. money for being herself. Yeah, I don't know. How do you like the town? I like it. It's so funny. So I like being by all the trees. Living in nature, I could we could walk to a hike and, you know, there's a nice river and coming from the city that is really really nice so you've lived you've been you've been kind of a traveler man you've lived in miami you yeah. lived in in los angeles new york south yeah. carolina for for a wee bit what's been yeah. your favorite place like what do you where do you feel like you have home now dude that's honestly a question i feel like it's kind of like acting right where it's like i started doing it when i was 14 and then all of a sudden i realized i'm 28 and i'm still doing something that a 14 year old decided and i think what is wrong with me you know what i mean so it's like i, I it's like i woke up when i was 27 28 and i'm like 
where's my home? I think you have you know like I mean? that same sort of that restless feeling, which I can kind of agree with. Even even if it doesn't, even if you don't find your home, like maybe your home is just with you everywhere in you go. In my suitcase. Yeah, it's in your suitcase. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a place where you could just find it wherever you go. You just need places to kind of fulfill that, that hole, you know? Yeah. I mean don't mean to sound dark but sometimes it is that sometimes it's just this this kind of void that we need and so it's like you want to move around you got to discover something else you need change you want to feel in a different place you know eventually you probably will just find a place where you can settle and be like this is it this is where i want to be the life that i'm building with sam is the closest thing i've had to home probably since i was in high school where i was in a city that i've been my whole life you know what i mean i wanted to mention that you know it's so nice to see you in this like really healthy strong Thanks, relationship man. it's the first time in my life as long as any of my friends have known me i've been like flaky <laughs> flaky 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 single and uh yeah flaky absolutely honestly man like you seem like you're doing great you look great you got a dog you got a wonderful girl who's who who seems to really like you and you guys are hitting it off and you guys are making it work you guys are living together and and i know you man the, someone who can put up with your shenanigans and your <laughs> and your bullshit like that means a lot yeah. dude like she she's yeah. probably got some thick skin to put up with you so she that's does. great Hey, I wanted to ask you, so we talked about all the cities that you lived in. Compared to living in Los Angeles and New York, as an actor, what Mm -hmm. differences have you learned? What are some things that you feel have been more accessible in in each city? Or essentially, what's it like in New York as an actor as opposed to L.A.? So I feel like I have to preface with the reason why I left L.A. was I was I was just so miserable. I was so unhappy. Mm-hmm. But also I like How's couldn't get any. Why, well, I forget why you I, said just because it, it was, was, was it the restless feeling, that feeling of I need to be somewhere else. Yeah. I, I, I got to be I got to try something new. I don't new. know. I was just like I was really depressed. I yeah. was really depressed. Andrew, I'm sorry to hear. I mean, it, obviously, I had I had great friends out there. I made some best friends in college like you had moved out there, even though like you and I were in a rocky patch in the last like year that I was there. I mean, I really enjoyed when we lived together. Dude, I mean, mean, we already put water under the bridge under that. Like you and I have talked about it, and I feel like we've resolved whatever issues we had five years ago. We'll always get there. But man, that studio that we shared together was probably the most fun I've ever had in my life living with somebody. That's so funny. The one where I slept on the couch. You had a futon. (laughs) (laughs) Said the asshole. Dude, we had that was so much fun i remember we literally had a conversation one time i was like you know julian it's so weird you know that we're living together now because before this when we were together like having a sleepover it was either like at our parents house or Mm -hmm. we were at like you know it was like a school event and it was the first time we were like you know we're on our own like our parents Mm -hmm. aren't here we can do whatever we want like we could smoke in bed you know what i mean or yes we can drink whiskey at 10 a.m like we can mm-hmm. and so i think after that started to like mold in our in our psyche we were like we just did whatever we wanted that's one of the hardest things is that you know going back to what i was saying about wanting to leave la i was just in a really really bad place and i don't know why i don't know it's just maybe i don't know maybe it's brain chemistry maybe it's because i just simply wasn't happy or maybe it's right like i just needed to pack my bags move somewhere else and like to me my main decision was i was i told myself i either need to do something here in LA or I need to move. The reason that pushed me to go to New York is because it was that ultimatum, like you have to do more. And so I feel like it's unfair to compare uh, acting, the acting worlds, at least for me too, because I don't feel like I put as much effort into my career in LA as I did, as I have in New York. I've worked in both cities and stuff, but I feel like I've busted my ass in new york do you think there's something about the energy and living in new york or is it is it something that just happened to you and it was a personal effect on yourself yeah i think it's both i mean uh, i i mean i can try and be as 
objective as possible. I think that simply the fact that people ride the subway Mm -hmm. and simply the fact that people walk the streets more, there's just that cross interaction that happens so much more than LA. So bumping into somebody that you took an acting class with on the street and then asking what they're doing. And then all of a sudden they remember you. And so they hit you up. They're like, Hey, this part's perfect for you. Do you want to be in my series of plays? Do you know what I mean? Like those quick interactions that lead to stuff happen more in New York, in my experience, than it did in LA. I think that's how the consensus of New York is in general. I mean, yeah. in any business that you work, New York is such a bustling yeah. sort of paced city. So you're going to live in a lifestyle where things are just kind of piling on top of each other and you're going to find opportunities and things and things are just going to happen to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where in LA, it is a very much like yeah. laid back. It is who you it, like. It's very much it is who you know. I honestly feel like LA is more of a private club than New York. Like New York, right when I was moving, right when I moved there, I was already hanging out in bars on accident with people who just got done with their show on Broadway. And they were like sitting down, you'd sit down at a table with them and Mm -hmm. talk to them. And it wasn't like a private club. Like it wasn't at anybody's house. It wasn't, I'm sure those things still happen, but it just feels more like a, to me, it feels more like a community than my experience in LA. I'm happy that things are working out for you in New York, or or at least you feel better living in New York. You're more comfortable, I, I guess. Yeah, I am. I, but I also I also was really hell bent on wanting to make a life for myself. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't I didn't want to float anymore. I wanted to stick my feet in the ground, plant some roots and be like, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. By the way, there's, a, there's a there's a leaf blower going on for the last 15 minutes. So um, I apologize for anyone who's listening. I can't even I can't even hear in it. Los Angeles. All these goddamn leaves. There's just so <laughs> many leaves. That's mm-hmm. that. Honestly, that was my biggest problem with L.A. Mm-hmm. I, everywhere I go, I was like, there's just way too many leaves. Too many there's leaves, always yeah. leaf blowers, people mowing their lawn. Yeah, I just yeah, couldn't yeah. take it anymore. It's just like everyone's smiling all the fucking time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. All right, cool. Um, we're going to cut to commercial. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. Today we have a really cool product. Uh, This product comes out of a small town in Michigan where these two guys were like, hey, listen, you know when you get up in the middle of the night to use a bathroom and it's really cold out and you go to turn on your light switch and you're just like, oh, it's so cold. My my poor little fingers, it's so cold. Well, they came up with this this awesome, innovative idea (laughs) that's called Cozy Covers. It's basically like a cover uh, what would you call it? Like a little cotton cover. Like a nipple. Yes, exactly. It's like a, it literally, it's just size of what a nipple would be. And you just cover it, put it over your light switch. Julian, you, you try this product. What did you think of it? I did try this product. And you know, at first I was really, really skeptical, but let me tell you, there's, it's just something that you wouldn't expect. There's nothing like going to flick your light switch on and then it be warm. And not only that, but soft. They have multiple fabrics. Mm -hmm. They have silk. They also have like shag rug. Mm -hmm. If you like cold, they have metallic covers. They have a couple scented ones too. And if you're a little kinky, they have ones that shock you. Yes. Yeah. It's a a great product. Yeah. For for those who have sensitive hands. It's just really brilliant. The only downside is whenever you turn off the light, it slips right off because of gravity. (laughs) So yeah. It does. But anyways, it's a great (laughs) product. They also have a discount code. It's called Cozy Covers at conversations from a room yeah this is a great product guys i'm telling you like if you guys have cold fingers and if you don't have children because they, since they do fall off they are choking hazards for animals <laughs> yes children. and they will shock you they're only i think i think it's uh, uh about 150 dollars for four so it's pretty affordable or you can get a 12 pack for a billion dollars <laughs> anyways uh these products suck thank you so much guys and back to the show covers so let's get into the arts, film, okay. music, yes. books, 
all this great stuff. I usually ask the guests, like, what's their favorite film? What's the worst film they've ever seen? What's their guilty pleasures? But I feel like we know that about each other. Let's talk about some of the films that you've seen recently mm-hmm. that really, really stuck out to you. Uh, so one that we did that I haven't seen in a while that I've always loved, but it's always nice when you rewatch a movie that you loved when you were a kid and then mm-hmm. you watch it when you're older. It's Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot's um, great. Dude, it's just such good storytelling. You know what it was? It's, it's that 90s magic, man. That 90s yeah. magic that you just can't find anywhere else. You know what's another movie that I, I watched just a little over a year ago, but I was so surprised and I watched it on a shitty TV screen. Mm-hmm. I watched Casablanca oh, uh, on really? a plane. On a plane, that, that three-hour movie from the twenties, dude. I was so it's a it's a really really good movie because you know sometimes you well, watch yeah, an old movie like, and they're it's like, like it's a classic. It's but then AFI's it's number one film of all time. I mean, I think it's like that and like Shawshank, but that movie is known as one of the greatest films of all time. But the thing that impresses me so much about Casablanca, at least when I watch it, is sometimes you watch old movies and they feel dated. They feel like oh maybe they were good at the time, but no, this it was still good. It's like good now. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's lightning in a bottle. Yeah, you know, you were saying the Sandlot. You know what movie? I rewatched that I hadn't seen since I was a kid. Mighty Ducks. No, no, but I should watch. I should rewatch Mighty Ducks. <laughs> what? What is it? Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Which is which is obviously everyone knows yeah. is a great movie, is a classic. But watching that movie as a kid is one thing because it's funny. Oh, yeah. You're laughing at the bits and like you know, yeah, Robin Williams. Robin Williams is a like comedian god, especially when you're a kid. But when you're when you go through turmoil, when you go through hard relationships, when you go through being torn between family and and work and finding something to, to sustain your life and to and try to find happiness but also try to make your life work that movie means so much man mrs mm-hmm. doubtfire is an incredible yeah. and it's also you gotta rewatch mrs doubtfire. you have to man it's all and i forgot how incredibly well done it, it is as a comedy robin williams mm-hmm. is hilarious in that movie of course he is yeah if that movie came out today with robin williams i i it would be a hit it would be absolutely it would still be an absolute hit again it's that 90s magic it's just like that that nostalgic sort of lightning that it had and then it was just it was great man uh guilty pleasures i love the notebook i think it's a perfect movie really i think it's a i think it's a perfect romance movie that is so funny i think think the music is amazing i think ryan gosling and uh rachel mcadams have like the best on on screen chemistry out of any couple ever that's ever how many times have you seen the notebook Dude, I even just my sophomore year of college, I think I saw it maybe ten times. Wow! And I would always cry in different parts. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing about it. It's like there's yeah. all these separate moments where you're like, oh. yeah. I mean, that is a cla- that's another classic. A lot of people love that. I'm also a sucker. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Now they're all starting to come to me. Yeah. Two of my favorite movies of all time are probably Arrival. I love Arrival and Contact. Do, have you seen Contact? I haven't seen Contact. No. Yeah, I love Contact. It's What's not as Contact. It's Contact is it's based off of well it was a book written by Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a movie with um uh, Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. So she works for SETI, which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. So she's basically basically looking for intelligent life out in the universe. And he is the head of this church, whether it's the Catholic Church or the, I don't know. So it's like this duality of like faith and science, and it's called contact because they receive contact from extraterrestrial source. And so it's it's just such a good movie and i love carl sagan i also am a sucker for space movies i i love space movies yeah i have to check that out that sounds like a really great film man and, and really arrival is cool. amazing when that movie came out i remember i watched it twice in theaters so that was Same. Just, i was so amazed by it just the direction and the the, the story everything it, it's, it's, everything yeah so everything good. about i still it. haven't read the short story that it's based on it's based on a short story and is apparently it really? it's a yeah apparently it's a lot more intense really uh it's been a few years since it came out so i can talk about it you know uh, how it ends, or like we find out that the daughter that she has passed away. Yeah, and she knew, and she knew, she knew 
that it was going to happen all along once she kind of starts seeing her future. Mm -hmm. So I haven't read it. I want to read it. But from what I heard uh, about the short story is that in the movie, she dies from this incurable disease. Nobody can solve it. But what makes the movie, I mean, the book so much cooler, I think, at least from what I've heard, is that she dies from something that can be stopped. She goes on like a hike and then falls off a cliff or something like that. Like She dies by something that's preventable. So it makes Luis, I think it's Luis is, I think, uh, Amy Adams character in it. It makes Luis's decision so much more powerful that she chooses to still have this child, even though she knows that her child is going to die to something that's an accident. And even the day that it happens, she could stop the accident by saying, don't go. I know you're, I know what's going to happen. Cause you know, the line at the end of the movie where she says, I know what's going to happen. And I just chose to embrace it. It makes that decision in the book so much more powerful. Well, it's like that butterfly effect type of thing. Like if, yeah. you, even if you know what's going to happen, you kind of have to let it happen. Even if yeah. it's like a, an accident or you, you can avoid it from happening, you have to let it happen because life is supposed to be carried on in a specific way so that it doesn't change the factors of the universe, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like Back to the Future where he's like, if you find out what happens in the future, it can affect the entire world. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, as opposed to in the film where she, I think her daughter dies of cancer, which is inedible. I mean, she, mm -hmm. she gets cancer. She yeah. can't really help her get better. No way to fix that. Yeah. Exactly. But if it's an accident, yeah, that's, that's tough. That, that would have made the film a lot more darker. Yeah. And Do you think that, cause you know, in Back to the Future, how they go to the future and then when they come back, uh, Biff is basically the, the, Trump, the yeah. ruler. And the, yeah. yeah it's Do Trump. you think that that's happened in our time too, where somebody like Doc and whoever's Marty McFly in the year 2020, like went back in time or into the future and fucked something up. And then we ended up in this, in this timeline. 2020. Yeah. That's a good question. I, I have faith. The answer is yes. Can I, okay. Can I second that? Do you watch the show community? Yeah. Uh, I've only, I haven't seen it. Not really. Oh, no. it's such a good show. You, you should know, check it out. I know. But there's this episode where they create an alternate timeline, which is called the darkest timeline. And everyone says like 2020 or we're living in the darkest timeline right now. Like, you know, like in yeah. the Avengers, how there's different universes. Or there could be an even darker timeline and we're not a part of that one. What if this is the best case scenario? <laughs> what if what if this is the best timeline? Yeah. Holy shit. That's terrible. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess we do have to make isn't it weird to think that like this is whatever it is like this is our life. We have to make the best out of yeah. it. Yeah, crazy, I, but it's man. also like you kind of get power in that, too. You know, I think that's cool. Yeah. It's something that's real. It's something that I think about a lot, to be honest, where you like you don't kind of have a choice because the way that we perceive time as human beings, we're, we we just see it now. Like the, as you speak, it's leaving you. But then you're also going into the future. Like the only thing that you have is right now. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like no, you can't sure. all of a sudden be like, let me rewind. Let me fast forward. I know what's going to happen. Like you don't have a choice. You're trapped. You're yeah. trapped. Well, unless so you're in Tenant. Unless you're in Tenant. Yeah. Did you like Tenant? Nah. I, I wasn't really I didn't like it either. It just, you know what it was? I think because the anticipation, we were all waiting for it yeah. to be this great thing, which is not, not that it wasn't good. It just was fine. It was fine. And I like David Washington. I too. love like, David Washington. I think he's great. So, I, his I name's think, David, right? It's David. Uh, I think it's, I think David is his middle name. He's got, it's oh, okay. his, his first name is like a two parter. It's like John, he's got like I think it's John, names. John David Washington. <laughs> okay. Yeah. John David JD Washington. Wash. And he looks just like his dad. And when I watched him in, uh, what's the Spike Lee movie that came out last year? Oh, uh, uh, Black Klansman. Klansman. Great movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I that movie I liked, and but he sound there were moments where he sounded a lot like his dad. Do you yeah. know how Denzel has that yeah. specific cadence? Yeah, that way of speaking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was it was yeah. cool, man. It's fun. He's a good actor. It's fun to watch him. I like him. Yeah, uh, yeah but Robert but, uh, Patterson was good in it too. I mean, it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, I like the choice that Robert Pattinson's making. He's turning into a really cool dude. How about how about shows? Have you seen any shows, any TV shows recently that really stuck out to you? I'm really digging Succession. Succession is amazing. I'm also really, really, really digging Mandalorian right now. That show is fun. Great, right? Phenomenal. Dude. Phenomenal. Dude, it's just so the music's awesome. John Favreau the score, is, yeah. John Favreau touches everything. Mm-hmm. Like his hand. Have you realized every if you watch the uh, credits for anything, John Favreau's probably been in it. Yeah, or Mar- done it. anything Disney, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars. I think he's even doing some stuff for HBO. Like he's a beast. He's a beast. Did you watch Dave? I did. I love Dave. Dude, Dave was Dave was that. I, Dave that's was, that type of like weird kind of fun humor that I would love to like work on. That I would love to write for. It maybe. was. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, honestly, when Sam and I first started watching it, the first couple episodes, we were like, I don't know. But then I was all laughing sudden, out loud, dude. Episode, episode. I think it's episode four or five when we find out like Gata has this whole episode. That episode, like I was, I I fell in love with the show. I never really committed to listening to his music, but the show yeah. changes it for me. I was like, this guy's yeah. great. I'm in when they come out with season two. I'm watching it. Like, for sure, 100%. for sure. No, I love, I love the balance between like the dark aspect of it, but also the very goofy kind of just ridiculousness of it as well. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's see. Um, really quick. So any music that you've been you've been listening to lately that's been kind of helping you get by, or just like any new discussion music elvis's deep cuts always get me through everything elvis obviously yeah you've always, always been a, a big elvis fan always, man. You're, man. The, you're probably he, the biggest elvis fan i know spotify tells me that too uh, apparently i'm <laughs> in the point point five percent of people who listen to elvis it's i could do honestly i could do probably a, a a dissertation i could do a whole podcast series about why elvis is more than what people think he is besides that i haven't really been like listening to much new music classical music uh, like Beethoven and Camille Saisons are my two favorite composers. And you know, like, speaking of just, classical and Arrival, the guy who does the score for Arrival, Johan Johansson, yeah, he passed know, away unfortunately, and recently too, like a year or so ago. No, yeah. he is an incredible composer, and I yeah. listen to a lot of his because it's 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 very it's almost inspirational but dark and 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 moving. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. He's awesome. And I, I haven't really been picking up new music. Honestly, I listen to a lot of like new reggaeton. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I listen to like J Balvin and Bad Bunny too a lot. You can get the boy out of Miami, but you cannot you get the Miami out of the Miami boy. out of the boy. That nope, is cool. No matter where I go, dude. I'm in Beacon, New York, and I'm like bumping fucking Bad Bunny while I'm driving That's so in my car. Funny, dude, Daddy Yankee and shit. Yeah, yeah That's dude. great, man. It's just part of who you are, dude. You have to remember yeah, where you came from. That's awesome. I, I I wish I've always wished I had like a thirst for music, like so many of my friends, like you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have a record player too, and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. I have some cool records. I have, I still have Alt J, and Alt J's um, the best. I mean, this year, this in the past year, I have fallen even more in love with Arctic Monkeys as well. I just love them. Some of the early stuff is amazing, but that pretty much some sums it up for me. Unfortunately, music is been a little lacking you know you got your favorites and you know what you like I that's do. all that matters man really quick recommend yeah. one book to us one book sapiens 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 yeah I, what's that about it is an extensive book about the history of homo sapiens our species of human it's really 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 good and it 
it's just so informative. It also involves some philosophy and what he thinks about where we're going and how we were and misconceptions about like uh, humans as a species and as a group, honestly, and I can, and anything by Carl Sagan. So that's That's incredible, dude. And you know, it's funny. A lot of times those are the type of books that we kind of revert to because it speaks to our like existential consciousness. What is it that we're here for? Why is it that we're doing these things? It kind of speaks from this deeper sort of question of what we're trying to see. It's just cool when you make something so foreign and far away a little bit more uh you kind of find it more grounding i guess yeah it's awesome it's a new york times bestseller and i think he came out he wrote it in like 2017 or it was published in 2017 or something it's an it's a dope book thanks for the recommendation no problem okay here we go ready what would yeah. be your unrealistic dream job an astronaut really Yep. Yeah, you, you seem to love astronomy. You seem to love space. That's I love awesome. space. You know, it's funny. Science. That's my dad's unrealistic dream job. He would love. Really? To, yeah, he would love to be an astronaut. I hope I end up as crazy as Jim Carrey is in um, in Ace Ventura, where he's like wearing the tutu. Except if I was in that institution, I would be wearing like an astronaut helmet and being like, <laughs> Houston, <laughs> we have a problem. Julian, you have to come inside. It takes me a long time. The <laughs> gravity is weak. Gravity here. is pushing me back. <laughs> All right, an astronaut. That's a great. That's a great option. You're not intimidated by space, space travel, the the no, deep, man. the deep vortex so of ju- space. No, what a cool! If I died in space, that would be awesome. So when you see like, those movies of people like just floating into nothingness, they've been capsized or or they got drifted <laughs> off from their from their from their. You ship. don't go into a panic attack. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't you don't, be you don't, like I'm not. I wouldn't want to go to space. And be like, man, you know, I hope this time when I go that I that my line gets cut mm-hmm. and I end up floating into oblivion. Mm-hmm. That's ideal for me. <laughs> no, that's not my goal. But I don't freak out like that's everyone's goal. Imagine. Can you imagine your last few moments? Like, I think about it like this. If that happens to you, can you imagine your last few moments as you just floating? You'd probably be a pretty painful death, but at least you're floating away relatively slowly, just watching the earth get smaller and smaller and smaller and realizing how big the universe is. Like, I'm so jealous of these cosmonauts and these astronauts that have been able to go out to space and look back. And the way that they talk about this kind of like cosmic understanding just by being able to go out in space and turn around and look at it i'm so jealous i think that perspective is so cool and i want it so bad have you seen first man with ryan gosling no no i haven't it's great you should watch it if you like space you'll love that movie i like space check it out i like space too (laughs) all right do you believe in reincarnation and if you do what do you think you were in your past life literally reincarnation i don't i don't think i'm going to be like a lion or another human in my next life but i want to answer the next question anyways Go ahead. What do I think I'll be? I think. What do you think? I'm, what do you think you were in your past life? Or what do you think you will be? That's fine, too. Based off of how I did in this life so far, I think I will be like a bag of Cheez-Its. <laughs> because everyone loves Cheez-Its. But like I get th- I get thrown away after one night. Like I give somebody a, a little bit of pleasure, but also some stomach issues. And I just get thrown away. Yeah, you, you know, it's bad for you, but they're just so good. I think and it's made with 100% real cheese. You fucking yeah. liars. <laughs> just a big, you're a big old fraud. It's real, I promise. <laughs> That's perfect, man. Bag of Cheez-Its. Okay, what's your ultimate dream breakfast? My ultimate dream breakfast is probably just some f- delicious home fries or hash browns and an omelet with like mozzarella cheese and... Uh, maybe like bacon and garlic like that's it like that's perfect some that's hot pretty, sauce yeah, yeah right that's cool i want to yeah. kiss that 
Yeah, yeah, because breakfast is the best best meal of the day. It's the best that's, not, meal. that's perfect, man. That's delicious. Do you like cooking breakfast a lot? Treat. I love cooking. Breakfast. I cook breakfast pretty much every day. Yeah, I I I, I, I commit more to breakfast than lunch and dinner, man. It's the it's yeah. the best meal of the day. If my day felt like how I felt, if my whole day felt like how I felt when I'm making breakfast and when I'm eating breakfast and having my first cup of coffee, we would. Be I so would. Happy. Uh, people would think I was Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast. All right, this is a quick round of this or that. You ready? Go. Yeah. Dean Martin or Frank Sinatra. Dean. Cohen Brothers or Tarantino? Mm, Tarantino. Disney World or Universal Studios? Disney. <laughs> Univ- mm, is, is, wait, is, Island, is Islands of Every Adventure part of Universal? Every has sounded like you're a robot <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> Disney. Wait. <laughs> wait, is Islands of Adventure part of Universal? No, that's alone. That's, okay, that's, so a, that's a self. Uh, that's on its own. So you said Disney Universal? World. You should change your fucking question to Disney World and Islands of Adventure. Fuck Universal Studios. No, nah, man. That's the original. Owen Wilson or Luke Wilson? Owen. The Office or Parks and Rec? Office. Friends or How I Met Your Mother? Friends. Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> whiskey or beer? Uh, whiskey. Super salad. Super sex? <clears throat> All right. Good answer. Uh, Marvel <laughs> no. or DC? Uh, salad, salad, salad. Uh, Marvel. Uh, indica or sativa? Mm. Which is the one that makes your body feel good? Indica. <laughs> indica. Well, both. It depends who you are. I will say I indica. Know, uh, old school just, or I new school? I just smoke it, man. Old school or new school? Uh, no, I'm going to say old school. Okay, that's good. That's good. Sweet or savory? <laughs> savory. Early riser or night owl? Early riser. Ooh, tacos or burritos? Burritos. Hot breakfast, cold dinner, or cold breakfast and a hot dinner? Uh... uh Cold breakfast and hot dinner. Really? All that talk about breakfast and you would have you rather have a cold I'm, breakfast? Who the fuck wants to eat a cold dinner, Christian? I have had so many cold dinners and I am the happiest camper. I am very depressed. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Star Wars or Harry Potter? Mm, shit. That is hard, Mr. Christian Lugo. Mm-hmm. Star I'm gonna say I'm gonna fuck. Fuck. I'm gonna say Harry. <laughs> no one's gonna shoot there's no gun to your head, bro. <laughs> You don't gonna, see it? No one's, no one's gonna shoot your dog. <laughs> fuck, fuck, wait, let me think, let me think. Uh, Harry Potter. All right, that's okay, that's good. Sci fi or spaghetti western? Sci fi. Shortcut or scenic route? Scenic, ideally, even though I always take the shortcut. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it's like we just gotta fucking get there. Yeah. Camping or glamping? Camping. <laughs> Superhero or supervillain? Or the person working at the coffee shop while the building comes down. The <laughs> person working at the coffee shop when the building comes You're the comes. first person to... That's the, that's what I would go for. You're the first person to go for that Why one. wouldn't you? Yeah, why not? That person's way more guy, interesting. I want to be the guy that's like, what's going on? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Hey, what's all? Not again. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So go ahead and promote yourself if you want to, man. Where you can listen to your show. Where we can find you on social media. Just to tell us who you are. First, I want to say thank you to you, Christian. Oh, thank you. Thank no, you for thank, doing no. this, man. I'm really happy to do this, and I wish I could do it every week with you. Well, because it's fun. It'll be the Christian and Julian show from now on. Um, I have a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The DF Pod. You can also just follow us on Twitter or Instagram at The DF Pod. Double feature. It's, um, we, double feature. What did I say? DF. I said double feature. DF. Yeah, DF. Yeah. Um, and besides that, you can see me having sex uh, on the new uh, HBO Max show uh, called Love Life, episode eight. Watch the right side of the screen. Is that a, is that a real thing? You're on a show having having yeah. Oh yeah, it was the last it was the last job I did before COVID. That is so funny, dude. Well, congrats, bro. That's awesome. If you want to see what's the humping, show called? It's called Love Life. Love Life. Yeah, I'll check it out, man. I can't wait to see your ass. Yeah, you can see my like sturdy thighs. Ooh, wow. 
Confident, mm-hmm. confident. I practiced for hours in front of the mirror before shooting. <laughs> All right, <laughs> no, cool, I man. Did cool, it. cool. All right, dude. Uh, do you want to promote your Instagram or anything? No. All right. Uh, last question. What is your favorite mm-hmm. noise? I'm not gonna do it. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Honestly, I was gonna. You know what I was gonna do? <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's no, but perfect. Legitimately, That's perfect. Yeah. I think my favorite noise, and it it obviously changes, but one of them is like is food hitting the pan. That first when you heat the pan up. Oh, that is very Such satisfying. That is Such so a good that noise. sizzling. Oh yeah, that is so sad. When the pan's like the perfect temperature and you throw yes. whatever. Oh yeah. 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 You know you're in for a good time. Oh, my favorite sound is uh, my dog crying because he has to go out very early in the morning. Uh, it's Jesus. so good. Yeah. No, he such, doesn't do such that. A good, such a good dog to wake you up at fucking break of dawn. <laughs> I got no poopy. <laughs> wow, your dog sounds weird. That's what he sounds like <laughs> in terrible. my head. All right, well, thank you so much for doing this, man. Uh, listen to the show, everyone, uh, please. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, as I said before. Download and subscribe to the show. Leave a rating and review if you so kindly please. Any questions or thoughts, email me in the episode notes spread the word guys if you guys are you guys are a fan please tell people it'd be nice to uh to reach out to everyone in the world i think i have some fans in canada which is fun but thanks to gilbert louis ray for the theme and here's my sign off are you ready i'm ready i like to say thank you so much for being on the show have a nice night and if i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night <laughs>